0: Hi, my name is Rachel and I am the host of Things I Wish I'd Known. I decided to set up this podcast because A, I love talking, I love learning from people, I love conversation and B, there are so, so many things I wish I'd known in my past. So many things I wish I'd known about my mental health, about self-care about magic, mystery, spirituality, about so many things that I know now, these crazy new breakthroughs in science, frequency, sound, all kinds of things that I'm now so passionate about that I wish I'd known. And I'm hoping that by sharing these conversations with you, I'm going to be able to maybe relieve some suffering maybe share some laughs and share some knowledge some of it you may think is amazing some of it won't resonate and that's okay but I really really want to get this knowledge out there so I hope you enjoy listening to things I wish I'd known Welcome to Things I Wish I'd Known with your host Rachel, the founder of Welford Wellbeing. Today I am here with Alex from Nini Organics, and I'm very, very excited to bring his knowledge of skincare to you guys. There's not really much he doesn't know about skincare. No. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the podcast and not watching it on YouTube, you'll see his little dances. He's very extra, very festive. I love his. Yes. <laughs> and i can't wait to have this chat with him so welcome alex thank you for joining me good morning lovers. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <Hey>. Um, <laughs> you're so welcome thank you for joining me me and alex met some time ago we were both doing uh the equilibrium festival yeah. um an event that was run by a good friend of mine charlotte and I just fell in love with his brand, I fell in love with his skincare, I fell in love with him as a person, oh, and we've kind it. of been connected ever since, really.
1: We have, haven't we, yeah. Yeah. It's been super festive.
0: It has. <laughs>
1: I've literally met so many people along the way, and I'm just like, ah, my mind is just blown. When you yeah. have your own business, you just get, you. the world opens up to so many different things.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And it I guess is. with what you're doing, you must meet such a cross-section of people as well, because everybody needs to look after their skin, right?
1: I do I mean yes and skincare and well-being is something that I think it's like a luxury but it's not like a luxury it's like a necessity but it's not like a necessity it's just everyone wants and everyone needs it Mm. so you do meet a plethora of amazing people.
0: So tell us a little bit about you and how did you get into how was Nini Organics Created?
1: Well, let me just, can we just forgive the hoarse vo- vocal ability of me right now is because I was out last night with my friends in GAY in
0: London. Amazing.
1: <laughs> but where I don't drink, I can literally go for hours. And my singing was screaming through the rooftops <laughs> to Whitney's new <laughs> song. Give me the high I love. And I was just belting it and every single other song. And I didn't get I home till it. like, four o'clock, and so I'm a little bit, like, whore.
0: Oh, so. bless you.
1: <laughs> but that's, like, a rarity in my life anyway.
0: I but love other it. than that... Have you yeah. found, though, just on that point... Yeah. Because I'm also... I get... Well, it's a hard. I, I hate to call myself... It's weird. I've got a real adversity to calling myself sober, but I basically am. I mean, I've had, like, three drinks since November. So that's pretty sober. And I don't know. I find the same, like, when I go out. I almost have a better night out than when I used to drink. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Because you do, you do, it's, a, it's, it's such a completely different level of a night out. If you go out sober or just don't drink, it's so different. But when you, when you are, you just notice so many things. You notice smells as well. You're like, oh my
0: God, it's thing." Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And GY is like, you know, it's such a fabulous festive place to go on a weekday, especially because it, it's just, it's just so much fun and you just have yeah. such a good time it's just such a it's clean fun like there is just yeah. no there's no agenda it just you know exactly we're getting pop cheesy music and that's it yeah, just dancing. <laughs> yeah but it was it was it was good fun it was good fun i loved
0: it well mm-hmm. oh, well back to you back to back mini mechanics um, me. i know it's one of your favorite subjects to talk about you and your brand <laughs>
1: we love it we
0: love (laughs) it so how's it because the name is like you and your sister's names blended right
1: yeah so nini organics comes from my first name ni for sorry my last name ni for nicolau and my sister's first name is nicole so ni so that merged together creates nini it also is natural ingredients nature's intention and then it also is when my sister's husband's niece was younger she couldn't say my sister's name so she used to call her nini Aww. and then my dad pointed out the other day that i completely forgot about that when i was younger he used to call me Alexandros sanini because i'm greek Aww. so he actually used to call me nini when i was younger and i'm i'm actually mind blown by this because i forgot i literally had forgotten about that Aww. and it gives me ch- when he told me i was like Oh my God, I have been, Nini has been planted in my head
0: Since from a young, young age. age.
1: From a young age. So it's that kind of that universal
0: yeah. spiritual
1: world just blew my mind. Alexandros I remember him, Alexandro Sonini, Alexandro Sonini. I was like, oh my God. When he said that, he was like, I was like, oh my God. I
0: love it. Yeah,
1: right? So that's basically the birth of the name. And funny, funnily, funnily, in Spanish, it means somebody doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we uh, know that you do work, and you work pretty damn hard, actually.
1: Exactly. That is me. Oh, what was she doing? Was she doing a little itch? Sorry,
0: no. I just realised I'm really bad at timekeeping. But anyone oh, yes. again, who, if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, what's she just done? Or if you're listening on the podcast, you're like, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> um, I just bent down... <laughs> <laughs> because I realised I forgot to press start on the My timer. I love and it. And I'm trying to be really disciplined with the time because I want the podcast to be really digestible for people, right? If exactly. Cute, if and I love to talk.
1: Yes, so, I we mean the podcast
0: could be like eight hours long or something. Like
1: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to trying to be disciplined with the time. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, I'm, good. I love sorry it. Sorry for the distraction, everybody. <laughs> so how did the brand? Obviously, you know, it's a really cool way that the name's been implanted. Or yeah. Into your life from a young age, but how did you what was it about kind of organic skincare that really brought your attention?
1: Well, so for me, I created the brand from frustration of the skincare world anyway. Mm. I really do look at what I've created with Nini's brand and Nini's House of Green Beauty, the shop that we sell other organic green beauty brands in. I look at that as the alternative, I look at that as homeopathy for skincare. So it's not, we are so far removed from the skincare world that we know and that we've all grown up with and that is pushed and forced in front of our eyes for so long. That's why I like to call us the alternative, the truly organic. And that's why I created the brand because when I was younger, I got acne at 16. So this is the story of Nini Organics. Like I got acne at 16 and I had tried everything. And I was that person that had said to everyone, I've tried everything Mm. I hadn't tried everything. I hadn't known about homeopath. I didn't know about organic skincare. So I hadn't tried everything. But your, everyone's everything, and for podcasters, this is just on a quotation mark, <laughs> everyone's everything is what they know. It's not the niche. Yeah. It's not behind the scenes. It's not the the underground, you know?
0: Mm.
1: So I didn't. I didn't try everything and I was put on Rackutane and Rackutane is a really harsh, strong drug to take at 16. I had to have my liver tested every two weeks. I was on it for, I think, six weeks or two months. I can't remember how long I was on it, but I was on it for a long period of time and the dosage kept on changing. But I know that I was on 60 mg, which is the highest that they can give you from what I can remember. Mm. And anyway, so how of course, yeah. Rackutane is, is like a surefire hit. It's going to work. Yeah. Especially if you're a guy, it's going to work. It's going to clear up your acne because what it does, it shuts off your sebaceous glands. But that's why there's so much dangerous wow. side effects to it. There's suicidal yeah. thoughts. There's, there's a lot of danger to wow. taking that drug. And if you're a female, then your kids could be born with birth defects. So it's, it's extremely dangerous as a drug to t- take if you look into it, yeah. but it does do its job. So obviously when you've tried everything and you're 16 and you want to be an actor and the last result for the dermatologist to say, or the doctor to say, I'm going to refer you to the dermatologist and they're going to give you Rakuten probably.
0: Mm.
1: You do it and you take it. And I took it and yes, it had worked. It cleared up my skin. It got rid of the spots, but it did leave my skin in bits. It left it dry, dehydrated, red, scarred, all of this stuff. And then they, the doctors prescribe you different creams and lotions and stuff to use afterwards, which I used for a little bit. But then I was like, looking at skincare and like going to like creme de la mer and all these like big fancy brands and i was like oh my god like this must do wonders for my skin and then like i used to i spent 180 pounds on a face cream from this brand called sk 2 or something like that Mm. and because it came in a gold pot and i was obsessed with it and it came with this little gold spoon 180 pound i spent and when i started looking at ingredients my world was just turned over Like Mm -hmm. I looked at ingredients and I'd done my own research because obviously big brands don't tell you what's in their products. They tell you what the actives are, but they don't tell you what the baseline of the ingredients are. Mm. And so when I done my own research and I took matters in in my own hands and I'd done it, I was just shocked. And more importantly, I was insulted that, if we allow it, and it, for me, it really it frustrates me when I speak to people now, and they still allow it to happen. When there is such a big alternative happening now within the skincare realm, where you can still get these products that cancel out all of this chemical waste, I like to call it. Mm. Um, it bugs me that they still allow it to happen for their skin. It's so ironic. Like beauty is meant to be this beautiful product that makes you feel beautiful, makes your skin look beautiful. But in the long run, the longevity of the product, it's packed full of chemical waste. Everything's mm. a chemical, like every, even in organic skincare, essential oils, are chemicals, water's a chemical, yeah. everything's a chemical. And I'm not going to talk, use the word toxic as well, because in moderation, everything can be toxic. Yeah. So Sorry, over moderation, everything can be toxic, yeah, but yeah. in moderation. So what I like to use is the word chemical waste, because that's a fact. This Mm. petroleum, dimethicone, mineral oil, that is a byproduct of like industries, like the car industry and stuff where they actually use that to, you know screw the nuts and bolts in that's going on your face that's chemical waste you know mm. so it's dead ingredients so that's that frustration level sent me to only look for truly organic brands and back in the day like a couple of about like eight years ago there wasn't that many around mm. there was a lot of underground ones but there wasn't that many around there was the big ones from the organic pharmacy in neil's yard and you know yes. they're the they're the ones that introduce and lush but i don't really like to bring lush into it but they're the ones that introduce that? because lush are are really good at portraying something and making them seem something more than that they are. Uh, Um, But they do the best treatments in the whole entire world because they don't use their own products. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do, but they don't sell these products because they're formulated with like zero fragrance and it's Uh. an experience. So I would run to Lush in a heartbeat for a treatment, but I wouldn't run to Lush for their products. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was my introduction into like truly organic brands. And from there, I learned so much. And then I, I started playing around and mixing my own products up. And I guess I can say the rest is history from that point. Nini Organics was born a couple of years ago when we all done it professionally and everything. I mean, I literally thought that you can mix a bunch of stuff together and just sell it, that you can't do that if you're making, no. if you're making skincare, especially if it's water-based. You cannot do that. Like it has to be tested. It has to be made sure it's safe for a cons- foot to put on skin. When we're not water-based, we're water-free in formula. And therefore, for me, it stays to it being truly skin food. Like not, everything's asleep, you know, and it's, it gets activated when you add the water. Whereas water-based products that are pre-made like cream, serums, lotions, and potions, and all that stuff, they're activated already, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's how long has those actives been alive for? So I'm I much for the water-free situation. I love a mist, though. So we are—we will be coming out of a mist. That is our only... That's exciting. Our, yeah, that's our very first ever water-based product, which will launch next year. But... For me, being water-free in a formula, you tr- your skin truly gets that food. It gets mm-hmm. that, that nutrients, that density of those ingredients, really. And you know exactly what you're getting. But we'll come more into that. But, but yeah, that's basically how I started Inorganics, from a frustration point of view, from going through acne to then realizing what is actually in products and never wanting to insult my skin again, or mm-hmm. anybody else's for that matter.
0: I think it comes from not knowing
1: yeah yeah totally and that's that like I said earlier that's what really frustrates me is when people come into my shop or they speak to me and they're like oh yeah you know I still use you know conventional brands and I'm like but this is an alternative right here and I'm giving you the education to let you know that this is like you know so much more festive like it's got packed full of exactly what you want maybe it might be like a couple of pounds more, but it lasts you way longer because it's not bulked out with anything. Yeah. So it is is people not knowing, but like, I guess like for myself, I took it upon myself to do the research and to look into, I guess as with anything, you know, if you listen to what's, out there pushed into your eyes you're never going to truly know what is actually behind the wheels of it
0: and I think you you're doing can research. totally apply this to so many things so many things that sounds like my journey with my mental health you know mm-hmm. it's like well I've tried everything I've, I've taken all the medications I don't feel any different I don't feel yeah. better what's going on with this and then it's yeah. like well, I haven't tried everything have you because no. there's a huge world of alternatives out there yeah they're made out to be woo woo and crazy and if, exactly. you again, if you try those things it's dangerous and it's yeah. whatever and you know you do need to be careful there are snake oil salesmen out there you know people that there are is. trying to push things that aren't true or could be damaging or whatever yeah. but yeah. if you can use your you know if you can really research these things which sounds like you did with the skincare and I definitely yeah. and still do I'm obsessed with with me- mental health and well being yeah yeah, yeah potential now
1: <laughs> yeah um,
0: you know you can actually cure yourself and heal yourself and I think yeah you know do you do you feel like with the acne that if you had known about alternative organic skincare you would have tried that before 100% you on that medication definitely
1: <clears throat> well I did remember trying this neem cream from this organic like health shop in Muswell Hill mm. and I remember getting that and I remember getting these clear skin tablets and that was probably the first thing that we did try before Baracutane that was more on the organic route but I walked in there clueless and I thought I was in a witch, like I thought this was like, oh, this is like, this is not going to do witch anything. Draft. Yeah, I thought this is just not going to do anything. I need something strong. Like I need these yeah. chemicals to do it. So I did never ever pay attention to it. You know, we. I think we took some and it didn't do anything. And then the neem cream was nice, but it still didn't do anything. Mm. But that's because I gave up so quickly on it.
0: I was so going to ask that do you think it's a level of impatience? Like we live in a society, especially now where everything's instant. You don't have to.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) I I just, I just clicked my move, my thing. And I just, just, the screen went, I was like,
0: hello, I'm back. (laughs) I'm back. Yeah. But yeah, the, what was I going to say? It's the level of
1: quickness, impatience. Yeah.
0: Patience is, is interesting because I felt the same, you know, I wanted to be well, Straight away, yeah. I didn't want to, you know, I thought the medication would just make me well straight away, yeah. And actually, my journey with kind of reprogramming my mind and all that stuff that I've done has been so much more productive, but it has yeah. much longer. And yeah. I think, like you say, with skincare, it's probably the same thing because you're going through layers, right? It's yeah. like your skin needs to renew itself. If, it, if it's <coughs> cellular, it needs to have that time to be nourished yeah. and the time exactly. to heal itself, too.
1: Exactly. And what you, what I, with green beauty or with holistic way of healing yourself, it does take its time. You have to really connect with it, you know, and that's what I wasn't doing at 16 because my whole journey in life was so, I was asleep still, you know, this whole woke, I was still asleep, you know, I was eating whatever was out there. I wasn't concentrating what was going into my body, you know, it's a weird time thinking back at how I used to live to how I, ne- how I live now. Like I could never revert back to that of how I used to live. So yeah, I think we just have to, I wish I was more patient with it. And I wish I did stick with it and, and look more into it then. Mm. It would have taken longer for my skin to heal, which is fine. Mm. But I just, I didn't, I didn't, I went straight for acting because I thought, you know, the dermatologists know exactly what they're talking about. They're the ones that know exactly what I need. So they're the ones that I need to listen to.
0: I think as well, when you're a teenager, you know, when you're young, I had really bad skin as well. Actually, that's interesting. I didn't know that that was part of the ninny story. I used to have really, really bad skin. And I, I can't remember the name of the cream, but after a while we went to the doctor because we tried lots of different things and nothing was working. Yeah. And it, uh, all I remember is it came in this kind of like glass thing and it had like a little dabber on the top of it and you had to like dab it all over your face.
1: Yeah, I think that was like benzol alcohol or something like that. Oh my
0: God, my
1: burns! Whole,
0: it was insane. My yeah. everything, my whole face, I had to have yeah. time off school because yeah. my mum was like, you can't go to school. I everything was like bright red all my skin peeled off it was so dry it was horrendous I actually forgotten until you just went talking I'm like oh god yeah I went through all that and I think you're just so desperate to to look right at that age right you want to fit in you don't want people to judge you you want to get a boyfriend or you want to be desirable to the opposite sex I mean you know whatever maybe not boyfriend well for both of us it was boyfriend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) hello Whatever, right? Whatever you outed, want. you just
1: outed me. <laughs> sorry. Right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I
0: didn't know anyway. <laughs> <It wasn't> obvious.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: yeah. But you know, it's you want to fit in, you want to be attractive to the people that you want to be attractive to, and when you've got something that's on your face, you know, your face is like the first thing people see. It can be quite. Yeah. You feel very vulnerable and quite.
1: It is. Know, it you is. I mean, have for yourself, a hundred percent. Like I. Like for instance, last night when I was out with my two friends, they were getting hit on left, right and center. Mm. And I just, I wasn't even getting hit on right like, last night. Mm. And I just felt so like invisible. And I was like, girl, there's no one. More. But I think I was just not, I wasn't projecting the right energy. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm very content with who I am as a person, but there is, there was a level last night of like, Oh my God, like what the hell is going on? Like, why, why am I not getting like hit on? And it did bring me back to that time when I had full on acne and I was like, I just once again felt invisible. Like people were staring, mm-hmm. but they were staring not at me, not at my heart. They were staring at something that was just that, like a, a very vanity. Th- they were just staring at mm. what on the surface level. They weren't looking deep. Mm. I mean, I've been through everything. You know, I I, I had to come out with being gay. I had acne. I thought I was sh- I thought I was really short. At some point, I thought I had a massive nose. I lost my hair at. I started losing my hair at eighteen. been. I mean, I'm obsessed with being bald. Like, hello, girl, queen. I mean, I've got. I've got I didn't this. Know that. I just thought it was choice that you were bald. No, no, no. I got you so much. I know. Well, I've got this hat on because my head's cold. But, <laughs> but like, I grew to love it, and I created this saying, which is kind of takes what Kate Moss done, but I put a little bit more of a positive spin on it. Nothing, you, nothing looks as good as acceptance feels.
0: Mm. So if you
1: really accept yourself for exactly who you are and everything, then it, you look and feel incredible, you know?
0: Oh, yes.
1: If you're, if you're projecting your insecurities, people see them. If you don't project them, people don't have a clue that you even have an insecurity.
0: Yeah, like how many times you know, because I'm outwardly, I am quite a confident person. Yeah. So I never knew there was that thing I'm looking into at the moment, you know, the introvert, extrovert thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just assumed that I was an extrovert, but actually I do really like my own time.
1: Yes. Um, I, I think I need to
0: withdraw been... from people a little bit at yeah. times as well. Yeah, we're
1: quite and, similar in that.
0: Yeah, but the, when I'm going out, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, life and soul of the party. Yeah, but it's taken, I don't know, you know, it takes time to, to build that and to realise that, I don't know. I guess for me, I started flipping things, right? Like, I don't fancy every single person that I see out on the street. It doesn't mean yeah. they're not attractive or whatever. It just means that to me, then, you know, they're not my, it's not my vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think actually when you start, so many people are trying to be car. What I see at the moment is, and especially in the beauty world, right? So many people are trying to be carbon copies of each other. They're making, 100%. they are injecting their lips, they're Botox in their face, they're injecting their... Highlighter, lips, right? makeup the, the contour that everything yeah. it's like everyone's trying to look exactly the same as this yeah. kind of carbon cookie cut this is what attractiveness is and you need yeah. to have a tiny waist and big breasts and a, a huge ass and you know if you're a guy you need to have like a six-pack and yeah you know, be really muscular and wear those really vile V. Ve- Drop feed. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, listening to this, please don't do that. I would um, never do know, that. But wh- whatever that is, and actually, we're we're losing the the beauty of uniqueness.
1: Yeah, I think we. Ju- I think we're just. Lo- I think people are losing themselves. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're lost in this digital world of like. I find it very unhealthy being on social media constantly. Mm-hmm. But in this day and age, like, you know, with Nini Organics, I'm always on Nini Organics' Instagram. But that's different yeah. for me because I'm giving over, like, some educational platform. I'm I'm sharing experiences. But when you do your personal Instagram, and it, it just becomes very vain unless, unless you're not that way inclined and you've decided to use it as, like, a photo opportunity to take pretty yeah, things yeah. of things, do you know what I mean? And not use it as a vain thing. I mean, I've totally been guilty to it. Absolutely, been guilty to it with my personal Instagram, but I don't go on it half as much as my business one because I find it very—you get lost in this scrolling situation. Situation, you're like, "What am I doing?"
0: I mean, I'm guilty for that. I
1: I think I think we all are because there's a guilty pleasure to it because it's an instant gratification.
0: I'm trying to get rid of it though because I think also like the one thing. This is the the beauty of meditation as well, and these self-reflective practices. Is it? allows you to real what I do is I play this game with myself where called higher or lower right
1: yeah and, uh,
0: and what I what I look at is okay when I'm doing this thing or when I'm spending time with this person or when I'm doing this activity like whatever it is in my life do I feel at a higher vibration or a lower vibration yeah and I always try and start my day in a way so I've sort of banned myself from my phone now in the morning which has been a real eye-opener yeah when i get out of bed i actually have my i put my phone plugged in across the side of the room so it's not even next to my bed yeah i now have the process of like doing morning pages and i might do something for my body so like a bit of yoga or go to the gym if i'm you know have enough time or i might do kettlebells or something or a few even if it's just a few star jumps whatever yeah do something just move my body yeah and i'll do a little bit of pranayama like breath of fire and a little bit of meditation and then I'm allowed to touch my phone. And prior yeah. pre that, I'm not allowed to, I've like I'm starting to really program myself. Yeah. And what I've noticed is actually then when I do get on my phone, mmm
1: yeah. my vibe
0: starts dropping. Yeah it's everyone else's to-do list for you, right? It's like emails and WhatsApp and this and that and I've got to reply to this one, I've got to do that and I've got to do this and now I've got to do this and I've got to, got to, got to, got to, got to and it's like, ah! yeah start comparing yourself. Oh, well, they got this job or they're in that magazine or they're doing this and actually it's like none of that stuff actually matters at all and yeah. they're probably doing exactly the same thing looking at what you're doing, right? Yes. Yeah. I've even had conversations with my peers and people in the industry who, you know, we're all friends and stuff. And it's like, they'll go, oh, you've got that thing and it looks so good. And, you know, when you're like, oh, yeah, I guess actually I'm also doing stuff that other people are looking at and going, you're doing that thing. So it's just this whole constant comparison, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. Dangerous, the comparison.
0: It is. So I want to know, what's been your biggest learning in kind of setting up Nini, getting into all this organic skincare, like learning and obviously, you know, it sounds like you've learned so much about yourself as well and like grown so much as a person like through yeah. doing that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think my biggest my biggest learning is that I don't want to say I wasted time back in the day, mm. but I felt like I didn't take control of my time. And I think time is a huge thing. I think we forget, you know, we've got time on our hands and mm. it, is, it is our magic. We can do it and we can use that time to however we want to use it. And back in the day when, when I was working just in retail, I've done a lot of retail, you know, working for a lot of some organic brands and for skincare. I've done skincare for a lot, long time because I am truly obsessed with skincare. And I remember my ex-boyfriend, he went traveling and we kind of ended our the relationship whilst he went. And I was standing in Selfridges, not surrounded by nature, not surrounded by windows, not surrounded by anything but concrete and stuff. Mm. And whilst he was gallivanting around Sri Lanka, Southeast Asia, Mm. America, and I was just standing there like this. And when I look back at those days, I realized, wow, I did not manage my time. I did not gift that magic of time to myself. Mm. Now, that's the biggest learning I think I've had with having my own business. I'm making my own dream a reality. I'm making my own time worthwhile, Mm. and I'm making it happen. Mm. Whereas before, I was giving somebody else my time. I was giving them their dream. I was making their realities happen. Mm. So whilst I, that vibrational level was so down, you know, because I'm not surrounded by nature and everything, you know. There is are you, we, you love this. I'm sure everyone in the well-being loves this. There is such thing as forest bathing, where you literally go to a forest and it heals you. And there's yeah. fact, there's exactly. actual evidential fact that that is a yeah. thing because you're surrounded by nature. So I like to always add that into my time. Surround myself with nature constantly and forever, and learning day by day everything. But I think what I've learned the most is to manage your time and to gift that as a magical thing. Yeah. And that, for me, is is quite big with what I've learned with mini-organics.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. like Even yesterday, I had about 10 minutes between... I basically arrived a little bit early from, you know, and I thought, oh, and I thought, oh, I can just go to the appointment 10 minutes early. I was teaching meditation in this company. Yeah. And then I looked where I was, and I was like, I'm in Green Park, man. Yeah, and I was like, I've got enough time to go meditate under a tree. Yeah, That's exactly what I did. I just quickly, I thought, I know I've got enough time. Do I, it, and I, I I walked quickly into the park. I found this nice tree. I took my shoes and socks off. I put my feet on the grass. Grounded. I and I put my alarm on my phone, and I meditated for eight minutes. That's yeah. what it was. I just sat and I I really tuned in, and I was just imagining sending everything out through the grass.
1: Cause yeah,
0: a hectic morning. I was doing a video shoot. Yeah, um, for a, a New partnership that I've got coming out. And so I'd sort of been in this hectic, you know, like go, go, go with filming. And then I was trying to bring in this nice energy to this meditation and hold space for people. And I thought, wow, this is actually the gift of time, right? Yes. I've got these, these, te- well, it was about, I had about 12 minutes and I thought, two minutes to walk into the park, eight minutes to meditate, yeah, <laughs> two,
1: two minutes, minutes to get back. back out. And yeah. then I am
0: still on time. And prior me would not have taken that that eight minutes I would have seen that as a waste of time yeah you no know?
1: yeah exactly
0: that It's better to actually just get to the client early and whatever and and maybe I can ground myself somehow in their office space but I was like no I'm going to take those eight minutes for, for myself and just ground back into the earth and yeah exactly myself and and I, I totally agree with you on the time thing
1: yeah and I think I don't I don't hear enough people saying how magical time is I hear a lot of people saying it's a waste of time. That was a waste of time. That was a waste of time, but never have that waste of time. Make that time so precious. You know, this is the time.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree with you in what we think, you know, I've, it's really funny that you brought this up. Actually, everything's so synchronistic, isn't it? In life, yeah. cause this has been a real thing for me at the moment is looking at how am I spending my time? Because I am, you know, I've got a lot of different projects that so I'm doing, everything, which is great. And I wanted to fit in now doing a podcast and everything. Yeah. I like, how am I going to shuffle things? And then yeah. I was like, how much time a week do you spend, I don't know, on Netflix or yeah. scrolling on Instagram or Facebook yeah. or cleaning your house? Yeah. Or, or, you know, all these kind of things that maybe aren't quite towards my dream. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, yeah, sometimes we need to switch off, right? So sometimes sitting and watching a couple of episodes of something on, on Netflix is actually just what you need just to read yeah. whatever, yeah, nonsense, distraction, whatever. Like, but if you're doing that every day, then you waste
1: the two, three,
0: four hours a day, and you're saying, Oh, well, I haven't got time to read books,
1: exactly, I
0: got time to do that hobby that I love, or I haven't got time to be creative, or I ha- I'd love to be you know, an artist or whatever, but I just don't have that time. Time. And you're like, well, you spend four hours a night binging episodes on Netflix. That's 20 hours a week or more.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: well long enough to learn a language or (laughs) do something creative.
1: Exactly. Time management.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's a really good point. The other thing I wanted to know is, have you found, was it always easy for you? Do you think that this is part of your personality or do you think this is you know something that you've cultivated within yourself or has it always sort of been easy like you know what i'm going to set up a business i'm really passionate about skincare this is just what i'm going to do and it was quite an easy process or was it
1: i think i was thinking about this recently and i think that when when everything's aligned when mm-hmm. the stars are aligned your path is where it's meant to be like you know what i mean this is this is the journey that you are supposed to be on right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: it feels a little bit easy I mean, don't get me wrong. It has been hard. There's Mm -hmm. been times of me and my, because this is mine and my sister's company. So there's been times where we have been standing in the pouring rain, trying to push our products and trying to get people to join the green beauty journey. There's Mm -hmm. been times where we have had our gazebos ripped up in the air. There's been times where we've (laughs) walked through mud with heavy bags. There's been times where we have missed trained where we've done this, where we've done that wrong. We've wasted money on this label. We've done this, we've done that. Yeah. You know, we, we have learned so much along the way, so much along the way. But in terms of, has this been easy for me personally, as a, as a business choice, as a career, I feel like it has, because it's, it's, I like almost like, like I said, my dad been calling me Nini from a young age, like yeah. it, and always been into beauty, getting acne like this yeah. is all very skincare related and, and being obsessed with beauty. My mum used to do those aromatherapy parties where well, she used to get people to do these aromatherapy parties at her house.
0: Mm. Beauty
1: products everywhere, like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Yeah. So I almost feel like it all was this massive bomb ready to explode within my heart. And then it just happened where I was like, oh my God, I'm creating oh my God, I've got a product. Oh my God, I've got labels. Oh my God, I've had my first sale. Oh my God, I've now got a retail. Oh my God, now I've got a shop. Oh my God, now we've got business partners. Like it's just happened so organically. Mm. And I've I've never felt like it was, I'm in the wrong, I've never felt wrong. It's never felt wrong. Because I truly, it's where my heart and everything's aligned. Like I'm obsessed. I'm truly obsessed with helping heal and nourish people's skin. But not only that, my own skin. Like I'm obsessed with it. So I don't think it's been hard in that sense, but it has been hard getting here. Yeah. Like it's been a a tricky journey. And obviously I've got so, there's so much competition. I never look at competition as competition anyway, because we all got our own thing. I don't believe in competition, unless it's a race. I don't believe in competition. I think that's quite unhealthy to look in at things as a competition. Like they're, they're my competitor, they're my competitor. Well, no. We're all our own individual and we've all got our own message. So it's up to the consumer or the person who wants to enjoy their own products of who they want to go for. And if so much that they connect with your message and you've got a stronger message and a load more people connect with your message, then it doesn't mean that you're winning. It just means that you have created something on that higher vibration where people are just going, Yep, I'm tuning straight into that. And I think that's what we've done, what I've done with Nini, because I've really put my personality into it. And people do connect with me. They're like, you're just so real. Like, yeah. I just know what I'm getting. Like, I'm, I'm seeing exactly yeah. what I'm getting. I'm seeing the process of my products being made. Like, like I love it. And it's only but positivity for me. Like, yeah. I'm not about negative in the slightest, you know. Yeah. Negative thought last night, no one's hitting on me. Quickly out the window. Whitney Houston came on, Higher love. And I was back in the room, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not about that negative vibe. It's no positive, positive light, shine that inner light. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: It's funny, isn't it? Because I'm um, on a similar vibe. I went, there's like a little, well, there's a few. I live in London, so there's loads of corners. Yeah. But I go in this corner shop quite a lot. They do a couple of things that I love in there. And I went in and the guy, <laughs> the guy behind the counter went to me, you know, hi, kind of thing, because normally I'll say hi when I go in, but I was really just Oh yeah, yeah. In my own little world. I just had crystal healing. So I was a bit kind of like, woo, you know, yeah. i buried. And he went, hi, you know, like that. And I went, oh, sorry, mate, I was I was absolutely miles away then. He went, every time you come in here, you look like you're dreaming up new schemes to save the world. Oh, I love it. And I went, and I, went I am. I I'm, am, yeah, <laughs> I love that. And he was that's like, so how that. are you going to do that? And I said, one energy field of mind at a time, mate. And yeah. We're, like laughing, he's like, that's brilliant, you know. And I was just like, oh, when you, you know, there's so many synchronicities always showing you, like little winks, like, oh, yeah. you're on the right path still, you're on the right. (laughs)
1: Definitely, i love that i absolutely love that
0: so talking about then i guess one of the things you were saying like you've learned a lot of things on the way and maybe you got something wrong was there anything you thought was a bit of a failure that maybe you learned from though
1: well yeah when we first started we i created range of four face masks yes four face masks but one was slightly scrubby and they didn't work out how I thought the customer would get them. So one was called mm. Bright, one was called Calm, one was called Detox, and one was called Young. Mm. And Bright, Calm, and Young, uh, sorry, Detox, Calm, and Young, they were face masks, and Bright was a coffee face scrub. But it didn't, I don't, I don't think it translated to the customer as well as I'd visioned it. Mm. Because, you know, you've got to remember people haven't got your vision. So yeah. you can't expect everyone to get what you're thinking. Yeah. So when I, when we started, when we were selling, when we first started selling, they were confused. What does young mean? Is that for young people? Like, what does it mean? What what is calm? Is it like, can't calm my skin or is it going to calm me down? Yeah. Like like, what? And then, so I had to rejig those masks and and I turned calm, young and detox and put it into one, batch and turned it into the natura miracle mask which then made way more sense
0: mm. and
1: then i turned Coffee and Bright into Coffee cup face scrub so the formula stayed the same but i just changed the name
0: i mean anyone who needs a good scrub that is amazing
1: it's a good face scrub and i'm was obsessed. very
0: generous to give us some samples for our goodie bags for a retreat that i was running in morocco and i mean the feedback was just amazing and i yeah. love that face scrub
1: it's a gorgeous face scrub it really I is like, I remind myself of it all the time. I'm like, damn, I love you. Yeah. But I, in product wise, I guess that's one thing, but we did not use our money in the best way possible because we just self-invest, you know, we, mm-hmm. we self-fund and we just mm-hmm. reinvest everything back into the company. So we listened to a friend of mine that said, due to these um, trade shows, not consumer shows, so the difference mm-hmm. is trade is for shops to get your products in yeah. and consumer is customers for coming shop. Yeah. So we did, we booked these two trade shows and you have to, once you sign the contract, you're in, you are in. They're like banks. They will take your money. Mm. You're in. So one of them was two and a half thousand pounds and one was 1,500. We managed to pay off for the first one, but we got nothing in return. We got cornered by two big powerhouses in the skincare retail spaces, but we quickly turned one of them down because we realized it was not the direction of our business. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, the big one, the two and a half one, we, I managed to get it down lower because we just literally couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And once again, we got, no, we got nothing from that, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's because our product is way ahead of its time. It's way ahead of its time. You can't really find ritualistic skincare that actually truly cares and has been formulated with a lot of love and passion mm-hmm. by hand in the UK with a lot of actives in it as well. So I don't think the the trade people got it. So that was a massive learning curve for me and Nicole that we was like, never do these shows unless we are dead certain that we are ready or we can do it, you know, or we've got, you know, we were still growing as we were still trying to develop our own message as well. We had the core message, you know, natural ingredients, nature's intention, but we're still trying to develop it. And it's always changing. It's always, it's always changing in the same realm, but it's always like, you know, what is it? What
0: was this? What's that? yeah because so. I think as you develop as a person as well and you learn more stuff and you're exactly. people, like I feel the same with wealth for well-being a lot of the time you know you're constantly thinking oh I am anyway I'm constantly thinking like how can I help people to realize their potential and to grow and to remove suffering and how can yeah. I like what is it that I can do to to enable these people to have the tools that they need to kind of move forward all the time And I'm constantly reading books like I read all the time I'm reading three books at the same time at the moment I don't know if that's weird oh, yeah. I'm, just that. so I'm just like I want the knowledge quick and just, as soon as you learn the new thing you want to share it like,
1: yeah yeah um, yeah
0: but that can also you need to realize that the more you change your message the more confusing it is for people and like yeah. you know there's a lot of, it's a bit of a minefield isn't it between like being really passionate about something and being like oh my god I want everyone to know yeah. this stuff or like yeah. to to have this stuff yeah and being like oh okay no I need to dial that back yeah. in and make sure that it's clear why.
1: <laughs> yeah especially for skincare especially for us like we've got a clean clear message now with yeah. our brand so if we done these trade shows now I think it would be a different story mm. because we have like really you know we were still learning back then but definitely that was a big learning curve not to do these shows
0: so I'm aware of time I've just looked Look to the clock! Oh, I really want to know what do you wish you'd known about skincare before everything that you now know?
1: I wish there was someone like me back in the day to, to help guide me with the alternative to help, to help make me see, see past glossy images, past marketing, past all this. I wish that I knew ingredients more back then I wish that I knew how harmful they can be can be if you use them constantly in a long long period yeah. of time and I wish that I knew that we didn't need it yeah you know that's one thing I wish that we, we didn't we don't need skincare I've got a skincare brand I, I am you know I've created something very magical and we've got a shop which sells organic skincare but we actually don't need skincare as we know it we need nourishment. We need hydration in the skin. Yes, we need to support the skin. And that's where, you know, I think the skincare world has got very confused. And that's where it confuses people completely mm. because you're being told constantly, you need this serum. You need to anti-age. It's negative, negative, negative.
0: Mm.
1: We don't need that kind of skincare. We need nourishment. We need healing. And we need something to really take care of our skin. That's the, the has to be in the name, skincare. Mm. Care for your body. Care for the environment. So what we have created is that care system, you know, and that's 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 one thing I wish I knew back then is that I didn't need any of that stuff. I don't need I don't need an anti-aging serum at 16. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. So, you yeah, know...
0: When we're talking about is saying like, I want to be like Benjamin Button, you know, if I get uh, anti-aging cream, 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 cream. Cream. cream, surely I'm going to be like six months old soon. I've been using it for like 20 years. <laughs> I know. And do you
1: know, do you know, do you know what absolutely absolutely gets me going is, and I see it from brand owners as well, is when they say I've got dehydrated. Okay. Let's, for instance, a brand owner that has a range, right? I always see them say, oh, I've got dehydrated, congested skin. One minute, you are selling products that help with these issues. So why do you still have these issues? Mm. I don't get it. I, for me personally, my skin, my skin is balanced and it's normal now because I've got it into that state.
0: I mean, in real life, if anyone ever gets the chance to go and meet Alex, yes. um, Stop it. I mean, you do though. You just—I'm not just flattering you, but you have this real glow. But yeah, but
1: that's the yeah, it's the dewiness, and, and it comes from within as well as as well as what I put on yeah. on my skin. But that's my pet peeve when I see skincare brands or people that use conventional skincare, where they use a product that's meant to help with their issue, but mm. it doesn't. And I'm like. So therefore, that product is not working. Mm. Like so, when you use truly organic products, your skin. Get, but you have to be. It's almost like you've got to go teetotal. It's almost. I look at it as like going vegan. But mm. like you have to swap everything. You can't just swap the one thing. You've got to swap your makeup if you wear makeup. You've got to swap your your body wash, your shower gel, your deodorant, your toothpaste. You've got to swap everything mm. if you're going to do it. You swap it for the cleaner alternative. That is way more sustainable for one, and way more ethically done as well. Mm. But when you do really take care from within, get your gut microbiome in the best possible way it could possibly be, which is a huge thing for skin. Mm. And then topically putting on truly organic skin food to constantly feed, feed, and nourish. Your skin is going to be balance. Your skin is going to be one type. You might get the odd spot here and there that's environmental. That's fine. That, it'll be clear quicker. You know, mm. It gets into its balance. So I, I'm not one for saying, You know, my skin's always going to be dry because I was on Rakuten. I don't produce the oil like I used to. I am, I am producing it more now because I've, my sebaceous glands are getting a lot of oil, the right kind of oil. But my skin is is in a balanced state. You know, mm. it's in a balanced state. Sometimes it gets thrown out from pollution, but then I put it back into its balance by depolluting my skin. Mm. But when I'm constantly hearing, especially brand owners that that sell products that are meant to cater for a certain situation, and say, "Oh, I've got you know dehydrated, mm. dry skin, or I've got congested skin," but your, your your product shouldn't be shouldn't you should be in balance, you know. Mm. I think it's just a way of people constantly hearing what they've always heard and it's, they're not used to hearing, oh, my skin's fine. Yeah. You know, I actually have got fine skin, you know, really? How do you have fine skin? Well, I just take care of it. I've got, you know, I I, I feed it. I feed it exactly what it needs. Yeah. So I, I shock people when I say like, oh, my skin's fine. Like I suffer from blackheads, but who doesn't, you know?
0: Well, we live <laughs> <Exactly>. in London. Exactly.
1: <laughs> who doesn't, you know, it is like, you know, sometimes I think blackheads as well. Sometimes it's just, It's a genetic thing. You either are lucky, you just don't ever get them. Mm. And some people just do get Mm. them. I suffer them, but they're not as half as bad as what they used to be because I've trained my skin. I've got my skin into its balance.
0: And so finally, is there anything you wish that I'd asked you that I didn't ask you or anything you want to add that you want the listeners or viewers, if you're on YouTube, to to know? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Anything I wish you'd asked me Maybe what's my, okay, so my five top tips of going green, basically. okay, good. Well, because Nini Organics, and this is one of my products, hi. One of my top five products of going green, or my insult, I should say the insult then.
0: Oh, you should say the insult.
1: Yeah, so I created this thing called the insult, which really helps anybody who is unaware of beauty and they just buy whatever, but they want to be more conscious in the way that they buy and they purchase. So I created this thing called the insult, which you can find on our website and you can find it on our Instagram as well. So it's I for ingredients. It's the first thing that you look at in a product. If that product contains anything from dimethicone, paraffin, parabens, poplin glyco, EDTAs, anything like that, put it down. There's no need for you ever to look at it again. Yeah. So that's the first thing, ingredients. N for nature. What is that product? If it's a retinol, I'm retinol. I'm not about retinols. I'm a retinol. No, I'm all about plantinols. Get the vitamin A from plant oils anything that's meant to shed your skin, come on. Like what? We don't want that. Get the glow from doing it slow, beauty oils, massage, finding that inner light, you get that glow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You for unnecessary bulking agents in products. If it's the first ingredient for your moisturizer, your lotion, whatever is water. And the second ingredient is like a dimethicone or some kind of a bulking agent and emulsifier, a mineral oil, put it down, you know, check what that, Check what the first few ingredients are. You know, Mm -hmm. if your active is all at the bottom, what's the point? Put it Mm -hmm. down. S. If I spell it wrong, I I I have I have spelled it wrong. (laughs) I went straight to you. So (laughs) I for ingredients, N for nature, S for sustainability. Sorry. So make sure I always prefer glass. Yeah. Make sure it comes in glass because it's fully recyclable and see if the company does a refill system or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So be sustainable, research the ingredients, you know, art, reach out to the brand owners, where do you source your products from? You know, they can tell you. We will tell you very transparent with where we get things from. And then you for unnecessary bulk agents and L for love. How much love goes into that product? Is that product just been made on a on like a conveyor belt, just mm-hmm. been pumped by a machine or has it lovingly been hand blended by hand? in London or wherever in the world, by somebody singing it, praising it, that it's gonna do wonders for your skin, you know? Mm -hmm. Feel the love. When you hold it, do you feel love or do you just feel, oh, that's an empty product, you know? Mm -hmm. And then tea for total, because a lot of people have a lot of qualms about using Green Beauty because they think it's more expensive. In some respect it is, but that's because of the sourcing of our ingredients. And we Mm -hmm. try to go for the best organic, which is just more expensive, it just is. But also it lasts longer. It's not bulked out. You, so you've you got concentrated formulas that last you a longer time. So you're actually investing in a good couple of months instead of investing in a month. Mm. So that's my that insult. With essential oils and yes.
0: even your cacao scrub.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like never ending.
1: Yeah, it, because we... we 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 don't bulk it out with anything at all other than incredible ingredients so the the it's bulk special. the bulking yeah the bulking agent that we use is is a peruvian organic raw cacao yeah you know? whereas if like a big company was to do a version of our coffee concentrate they would bulk it out with a clay like a very cheap clay and have the cacao right at the bottom but yeah. we don't we put the cacao right up there at the top yeah with and
0: the it's coffee. literally you want to lick your face
1: when you've Yeah it <laughs>
0: Maybe that's what you could do. You can have a party. You can do the face scrub. You can lick your friend's face. <laughs> lick your friend's face. <laughs> it's but probably yeah. not very hygienic. <laughs> no. Oh well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to put all the links so that people can know how to find you. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast or wherever you're listening, there'll be links below so you'll be able to go and find Alex and then in the organic range. And tell everyone where your store is as well. So if they want to come, if they are based in London, they actually want to come to the store.
1: It's in North London. It's in Wood Green in this thing called the Blue House Yard, which is like these colourful Actually, if we're going to go on YouTube, I can turn this around so you can see.
0: It is lovely.
1: So, it's all these colourful houses. There's a bus over there where you can play board games and get drinks and stuff. And then just downstairs is our little shopping museum. I'm just upstairs. But yeah, so it's in the Blue House Yard at Wood Green. It's two minutes from the station. But we are looking for a bigger premise at some point. I exactly. want treatments I want everything I want the whole I'm lot right. it's going to be a well-being everything
0: love it well thanks again and I can't wait to see what's next for Mini Organics
1: thank and you
0: thank you for sharing all your tips and your insults and everything and we'll speak again soon Yeah, thanks gorgeous bye, bye lovers <laughs> Things I Wish I'd Known is brought to you by Welford Wellbeing check out my website at www welfordwellbeing.com.